0: This episode is brought to you by the Dragon's Lair Mastermind. Uh, Yeah, this is my elite group of leaders that I put together as a mastermind called the Dragon's Lair Mastermind. If you've had great levels of success, but you're hungry for what's at the next level, if you have had already impact in the world, but you know that you need to step up into the next thing. You want to find out what the next thing is about where you can possibly go. If you want to make connections with other people who are making massive impact, then I invite you to apply to the Dragon's Lair Mastermind. And uh, I want you to know that this is not some cheap mastermind. There'll be a strong uh, commitment to yourself, to the group, if you're accepted. And the only way to get accepted is to apply directly to me by writing to at dovbaron.com, com, Dov at DovBaron.com. And I want to welcome you back to this episode of Curiosity Bytes. I'm here with my guest, Jeremy Ryan Slate. He is the founder of Command Your Brand. It's a podcast, but it's also a, um, a service, a PR service that is really focused on podcasting and how to use your brand to leverage your brand inside of podcasting uh jeremy we're in our last section here and i know that you and i could probably go for another couple of weeks but we're not <laughs> going to do that so let's let's jump back in um you are business partners like me your business partners with your bride with with uh, brielle tell us a little bit uh, uh, actually with your bride brielle and her pet pig <laughs> is that true still right
1: oh, so well, uh, yeah so he's he's uh old is he now he's four years old now uh we call him sir remington and he is uh about 75 pounds my first wedding anniversary my wife has always wanted a pig and i finally just said to her i know it's our first anniversary do you want a pig and she's like really so we drove up to upstate connecticut and uh came back with a pig
0: you're a weirdo you know that right
1: hey we we love him man they used to see the pictures on facebook of me sleeping on the couch with him He's a snorer, man. I got to tell you.
0: Your Torah teacher would not be happy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's not kosher, man.
0: No, he's not kosher. Okay. Well, it's good to be keeping him as a pet in that case. Let's go into our mastication round. Our mastication round, you get to choose a number between 1 and 24, uh, a random number, and I'll tell you what the question is
1: so uh i loved baseball and my baseball number was
0: 24. 24 okay can you do any impersonations
1: my wife hates when i do impersonations yes i can i do scooby-doo very very well um my yoda is okay and i do marvin the martian which is pretty decent as well
0: who's marvin the martian marvin the
1: martian is the guy from he always wanted to find the
0: transfunctioner Okay. Is that a, was that a cartoon It's, it's from it's,
1: it's from uh it's from Looney Tunes.
0: Oh, okay. See, I did not know that one. And Scooby Doo, let's hear Scooby, got to hear Scooby. rinky's Bag, I wonder Scooby Snacks. <laughs> Scooby Doo. actually really good. That's good, right? It is. It's really good. And your wife doesn't like you in person. Oh, presence.
1: she hates it. But
0: sometimes I bring out Yoda and I say, "Do or do not." <clears throat> good that is (laughs) good you are mr baron (laughs) save your friends you cannot yeah i actually uh my we we watched uh what was it was it uh six we watched six yesterday again (laughs) again because my granddaughter we've got my granddaughter into star wars now she's seen them all and she's nine and she you know she loves yoda but when she was four i used to sit her on my lap and we just watched little Yoda clips on YouTube. And I got her hooked early on. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. My wife's okay. always like, you're
1: embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me. Stop.
0: Yeah. Well, not going to happen. New one. Pick another number. Uh, eight. Number eight. Coming up. Worst thing anyone has ever said to you.
1: When I, uh, my best friend, when I like first started like network marketing, which was the first business I did, it didn't really go so well, but it was a first business, um, I just wanted him to take a look at what I was doing and he just refused. And he looked at me and said, I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to do anything I do to see you fail. And we're no longer friends.
0: Really? I can't imagine that. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> so this was somebody who was a friend.
1: Somebody I hung out with for 18 years, every single day. Wow.
0: Did you, did you, so so tell me about. When
1: I, when I I look back, I realized it was just dumb because he was the one that was like, Oh, you shouldn't work out. You're going to be in a wheelchair at 30. You shouldn't do this because you're, it was always the person cutting me down. I just didn't want to see it.
0: Why do you think you were friends?
1: Hmm. I didn't think I was cool enough to hang out with other people. I guess it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you surround yourself with where you think you fit. And that's not to say that you're better than them or whatever it may be, but you, you put yourself in a certain box and you won't kind of walk out of that.
0: Yeah. Because one of the things to. you said about going to Oxford was you didn't feel like you deserved it. Mm-hmm. So yep. like, it was like, that's the line there, right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Why, totally. do you think, why do you think your self-worth was so crap back in those days? I, th- I feel it.
1: Like so here's the thing is I've always been very athletic. I've always been very smart. I've always been very capable and I just wasn't going for it. So I feel like I always knew I had a whole lot more ability. I just wasn't taking advantage of. So I was, I knew I was worth more. I just wasn't giving myself that credit.
0: Mm. I said before that, you know, um, Brielle is your business partner. She's very encouraging. I know that because I've met her. She's a lovely lady. Um, and Uh, I don't know. How old is your, how old is your little one now? She's just about 17 months. Right. So she's little. So tell us how, if, how do you, if you think, let me actually, let's try this differently. If I was to ask Brielle, how would she say fatherhood has changed you?
1: Wow. Um, I I don't know. I feel like it's made me more responsible in some ways and that's not to say that I wasn't, but I I do make certain efforts to make sure my daughter's always safe and always cared for and always taken care of and these are just I don't know, it's made me a little bit it's made me a little less selfish, I guess. Because, you know, I've always kind of been into me quite a bit and it makes you really have to care for somebody else more than yourself because, you know, at a certain point in time like You know, you got to make sure she's safe. She can't, she couldn't walk right away. She couldn't do the different things right away. So she's really dependent on on us. Uh, now I feel it's more or less like, uh, I'm making sure I can run to the next thing before she grabs it and throws it. Um, but it's, it's made me, I guess, a little less selfish in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm old enough. I'm a grandfather now and, um, John Bradshaw many years ago said that um, we make far better grandparents than we do parents Mm -hmm. uh, because we we soften we learn we're not as focused on uh, getting it right and when I was focused on our own uh, need to provide Mm -hmm. at that time right Um, but every now and then I meet somebody who. who steps into parenting at that level. Mm-hmm. And it's really beautiful to see. Um, and it's, it, I mean, I think that parenting is dramatically underestimated. I heard Ricky mm-hmm. Gervais say in an interview that people are always asking him uh, why him and Jane didn't have children. And he said, why, why aren't people asking, why, why are you having children? Mm-hmm. It's a better question because I think we don't really consider what it really takes Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to be a parent. It
1: absolutely does. I, I I think people don't realize like your lifestyle changes in a lot of things and you got to be okay with that. And you got to find out how you can have fun with that. Like, you know, she's 17 months old. She's been to eight countries already. How cool is that? Like we, 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 she comes along with the family everywhere. And, and I think that's, what's really beautiful about it is. Like, dude, her first year of life has been epic. Like, come on. I wish my life was like that at her age. So it's like, I think that's what's pretty cool is just like the life you can create for your children.
0: What's the big dream for you, Jeremy?
1: I want to have the largest new media PR firm in the world. I want to write a New York Times bestseller. I don't know what that idea is yet. So, you know, that's kind of, I don't feel like I'm there yet to do that. But to me, that's really what it is. Is I, I want to be somebody that can, you know, help to change the world and make it a little bit better place. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Because it, it, I look at it this way, man. It's even the reason like I started this podcast way back because nobody was there. And that's not to say my parents weren't there, but nobody was there to talk to me the way that I needed to be talked to, to help me realize that I was meant for more. And I want to help other people realize like they can make a huge, massive impact and help a lot of people. And the stories that they've told themselves about themselves and the stories that other people have told them about themselves, they just aren't true. They just aren't true, they don't have to be. Do
0: you, do you feel like this? I, I mean, I know there's been a lot because as I said, you're a learned guy, <clears throat> but do you feel like there's been a, a really big lesson for you in life, or like something that is like, if you had to say, you know, I gotta pin that one on the board. This is something that really sort of stands out and go, that is my big lesson. Wow. You
1: know, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's the idea that, you know, I live once so cherish it because I, I don't think that's true. Right. Um, but I would say, you know, to make the most of everything that you're given and make the most of, of every ability and opportunity that you have. Because I think there's so many times people have so many opportunities and so many abilities and they just throw them away. And, and, and really, that's what I've learned. I feel like I've made a lot of things go, you know, with some a little bit of abilities, like nothing crazy, but we have a lot of abilities and a lot of people just throw them away. And, it, and it's sad, man. You look at somebody like, like Amy Winehouse, incredible talent. And she just threw it all the way to drugs, man. Like, there's so many people so much ability you know
0: 27 club yeah talked about nirvana earlier Mm -hmm. 27 club right people who are 27 wickedly talented and suddenly it's all over 27 yeah jesus when i look at 27 i think that's not even a blink in the life really five years ago man yeah right seven for me Like you look good for thirty-five, man. Yeah, exactly. It's been a rough life, buddy. You look like that at thirty-five. It's been a rough life.
1: <laughs> it's like those pictures with the. Have you seen those pictures with the the old guy? There's like, um, man, running an agency is not that hard. I feel great
0: for twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, <laughs> what uh. I want you to, before we finish up, I want to make sure that people understand more about where to find out more about you, what you do, not just about your podcast, but tell us about your podcast, of course, but about what it is you do and how you do it and what it is, you know, how people can get in touch with you.
1: Yeah. So if they, if they want to check out anything with the podcast or I really try to interview some of the the top people in the world, like yourself, that's over at jeremyryanslate.com. And if they're really looking at, getting in front of the right audience, creating the right attention and really growing their business, you know, especially, you know, as economies change and things like that, there's so much opportunity to do that in the world of podcasting. And I put together an awesome training for them if they want to check that out and see how they can kind of either do it themselves or get our help. And that's going to be over at commandyourbrand.com slash free training. Who
0: do you think doesn't get it? Meaning, who could really use what it is you do, but doesn't like it doesn't even occur to them. Because I know I've had that Mm -hmm. in my own business. I I like I never thought about something, and then suddenly I met somebody who's doing something like, oh my god, I've needed this for ten years.
1: Well, so so here here's the thing: is um, I do think it's a lot of small business owners, but at the same time, I think it's a lot of people that don't understand the idea between be, be the difference between PR and marketing. There's these people that think that marketing is everything, like every single Mm. thing you do is marketing, which is just not true. Uh, Whereas PR or public relations actually creates the positioning, creates the the things to be marketed. So I think it's the people that that don't understand the difference between those two concepts and how you kind of need both to work in concert together to really create a big brand. Like you're always looking for marketing, man. You're always playing Hungry Hungry Hippos and feeding your Facebook ads. That's what it comes down to.
0: So somebody who was on the other side, who was going, okay, I understand that I need this. You need the the right
1: positioning and you need the right um, talking points and being seen in the right fashion to actually make your marketing work better, make people have more trust in you when they are marketed to or they they are aware of you. Like I, I find that one of the things that people don't realize when they're running a marketing funnel is podcasts are an incredible middle of funnel thing because they actually create, trust as you have different ads and different things running run at you because now they have awareness of you they see you're being interviewed in the right place they see you're actually an expert and you actually do know what you're talking about and it brings them to that next step to want to work with you
0: yeah great i have loved this conversation it's been awesome i had a great time i hope you did too same here that was awesome and um For you, dear listener, remember, you can chat about this conversation by going to Facebook and going over to Curiosity Bites, join the group, have a conversation. And again, Jeremy, please tell people where they can find out more about you again, both of your websites.
1: Yeah, either on the personal brand or podcast side is over at jeremyryanslate.com. And if they want to grab that free training and find out more about Command Your Brand, that's over at commandyourbrand.com slash free
0: training. And you can also look for Jeremy uh, another interview that was more around the business side and leadership side on the leadership and loyalty podcast. You can find out more about him there. And, you know, I really encourage you to reach out to Jeremy on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is, and, uh, and chat with him, have a conversation, see how he can really help you because he is obviously a very bright guy doing some amazing things. And as uh, I'm honored to, now say that he's in my friend group and i'm really honored thank you mate it's been a real pleasure until next time this is dov baron stay curious my friend stay curious about where fate is leading you versus where you can choose to go i'm dov baron and i am out